Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Positive Sports Report, covering middle school athletics for the San Juan Unified School District. I'm your host, Dana Smith. I am the middle school athletics director for San Juan, a teacher and coach at Carnegie Middle School, and a certified trainer for Positive Coaching Alliance. In this episode, we're going to talk about what PCA calls No Directions Cheering, and we have an interview with Coach Johnny Kite from the Foothill Intermediate Schools Athletic League. We have a big announcement to make that involves our wrestlers from their league and our district. So let's roll. At Positive Coaching Alliance, we have something that we call no directions cheering because it's disconcerting and confusing for athletes to have parents, siblings, aunts, uncles yell out instructions while they're in competition. As a coach, I know my athlete has lost focus if they are looking to someone else for instruction while we're in competition. If they're getting information for two, from two, three, or four people, that just lends to the confusion in the moment and takes our focus off their task at hand. So we wanna avoid giving our child advice on the sidelines by committing to no directions cheering. We're gonna eliminate verbs in our cheering because you can't give advice or instruction without verbs. For example, Pass the ball to Sarah is a no-no because it uses the word pass as a verb to give directions. On the other hand, great pass, Sarah, gives no directions. You're just commenting appreciatively on what you see Sarah doing. Here are some examples of no directions cheering. Great effort. Good hustle. Way to play defense. Nice hit. Terrific play. Way to go. No directions cheering is important because your child will improve if it's their game. So encourage without direction or even enjoy the game in silence. The more space you leave them to be the actor, a proactive player rather than a puppet on a string, the better. I'm really excited about our interview on this episode because it's not just an interview with somebody I really respect and is a, consider a friend, but we have a big announcement in something new that the two of us have, have worked to put together um, between a whole bunch of school districts, really, and, and cities and schools. And, and we're really excited to talk about it, but we'll, we'll get to that part in a minute. Um, today's guest, or this episode's guest, is Johnny Kite. Johnny is a, a PE teacher and a coach from the Roseville City School District. He's also taught and coached and went to school in San Juan Unified School District, which is how the two of us got to know each other and then kind of came together to make something happen between our, our two leagues, so to speak. Johnny, how are you doing? Doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. It's rainy outside, but still doing good. <laughs> are you ready for your warm-up question? Let's go. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a high high intelligence kind of a question, so you better have your brain all warmed up. If you had to compete in an eating contest, what food would you want to consume? Probably pizza. You get it. Yeah. it tastes good and I can fold it up real easy. Yeah, there definitely fold up the slices. You can't go wrong with pizza in anything. No, Pizza's always, always good. Uh, so Johnny, tell us a little bit about your, um, your athletics background, your coaching background. Um, the kind of sports you did in San Juan, just kind of give us the the background spiel. So start starting out growing up as a kid, I grew up playing soccer, swam in the summers on a swim team. Um, 
those are probably my two biggest sports. I did karate. I dabbled in basketball and baseball, but basketball didn't really work out. My height is a little <laughs> down here. Um, so that's what I did go. And then getting into um, high school, went to Bella Vista, got into wrestling, um, wrestled four years, swam three years, and then did a year of cross country and water polo. And really, I cross country and water polo were really just to get in shape for a wrestling season. Um, that's really what I stuck to. And yeah, and after that, I think it's the two sports of wrestling and swimming that got me into teaching and coaching. And where did you do all that wrestling and swimming at? Um, well, mostly all of Bella Vista, actually. My, um, I, I did a few different swim teams, but then I ended with the Fair Oaks Dolphins that was started at, um, at Bella Vista with uh, a past admin of BV and the San Juan Unified who she coached that. And yeah, did that and then wrestled for BV and then ended up coming back and helping out for a number of years with the Bronco Wrestling Club and left and came back and helped again with the JV team. So yeah, there's a, I started coaching right after high school. Bella Vista wrestling creates uh, a lot of boomerangs. They they go out into the world and they end up coming back. And I think that's one of the, the things I love about that program is how many people come back to it. Um, just having a good experience, they end up coming back. And I was just thinking as you were talking about something that you and I did when you were at Northridge coaching or teaching PE, and we brought some kids from Carnegie over there and did a demonstration of wrestling. And we ended up getting a lot of kids into our wrestling club through that. And then they end up coming to Carnegie, just pulling that tie together and bringing kids into sports and, and getting that positive impact by just working together and being open to trying some, some new things and doing things in a different way than people thought of before. I think it, it usually turns out to be in a benefit. And if it doesn't, Hey, we gave it a shot, right? The, that group of first graders that I got back in 2017 are now your team captains this year at Carnegie. That's true. They are. <laughs> And our, we introduced them on Instagram as with pictures of them as like little elementary school kids together. That is true. They are. That is from that group of kids. Yeah. Um, so we've been working together on a little project here that we'll talk about in a little bit. But so talk about the league that you're with and kind of the sports they offer. And I know it's a it's a lot of different groups coming together. So talk about that just a little bit. It's a lot. I wrote this down so I didn't miss anything. But um, our league is um, it's across. There's 15 schools in six cities ranging uh, across Antelope, Granite Bay, Roseville, Auburn, Lincoln, and Rockland. Um, so you got a big area there. And that's also seven different school districts that it covers. Um, so the sports that they offer, and I wrote that down so I didn't miss any, um, the Faisal League is the Foothill Intermediate Schools Athletic League. It's boys basketball, boys flag football, boys volleyball, cross country, girls basketball, girls flag football, girls volleyball, track and field, and wrestling. And most of the schools have most of them. Not every not every school has every single sport. That's what the league um, league has. And so, and then they have a, a West division and an East division. And for interleague matches and games, uh, depending on the sport you do, you compete against your East division only and you compete against your West division only. And then they'll combine the top teams from the East and West at the end and create a league champion. Wow. Um, as an AD for one school district, 
I have to, we, we got to give a shout out to your league commissioner. Cause he also helped us out with what we're going to talk about, but if he's running all that, he, um, he deserves a big shout out here. What's your, your league commissioner. You want to talk about him a little bit? Oh, uh, his name's uh, Kevin. He's over, he's a teacher over at Silverado middle school um, for dry Creek unified school district. So yeah, so okay. he's, um, he's got a big job. Um, yeah, no kidding. Not one a, I'd want to have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that sounds that's like a full-time job in itself. Exactly. Okay. So you and I with San Juan Unified and with Faisal have been, we've talked about this. I want to say we started talking about this before COVID came or came through and, and we keep bringing it up when we see each other at tournaments. And this year when we saw each other at the beginning of the year, we're like, let's make this happen. We've been talking about this long enough. Let's see if we can make it happen. So talk a little bit and then you and I can kind of go back and forth and talk about how we did this and what it's going to be, but talk about, make our big announcement of our event we have coming up in a couple of weeks here. Yeah, so what we want to do is create an all-star duel and get the best from San Juan Unified against the best from Faisal and have a big duel. And one, the good thing about that, that just promotes wrestling in the whole community of the whole region, um, not just – that's when you kind of take it from just being our teams and our districts to just – enhancing the sport of wrestling and and growing the sport of wrestling i mean that's kind of why when no matter what sport we coach we're we're, we're coaching that sport because we have a passion for the sport we want to grow the sport we want to get teach others the love that we have for the sport um that's why we do what we do so if we can take that to another level and i was Kind of surprised that we got it. I I I knew we could probably make it happen, but ha doing it in the middle of the season and give getting everyone on board was a little bit more of a task. And then we we were talking about this um, earlier. We didn't have an individual league tournament. Um, we had it in the past, but we didn't have it scheduled for this year. So we had to create an individual league championship find a date, find a location before we'd be having the Faisal all-star um, and San Juan all-star match. So we were able to get that all going and now we'll be able to figure out who the champions are. And, and then you were able to get a location at Barrett middle school and work with the power to be at San Juan. So that's awesome that everyone came together and made it happen. And, you know, <laughs> excuse my technical difficulty on my lights there in my, huge grand studio I'm working out of. Um, but I think, like you said, the impressive part is we didn't talk about this last summer and start working on it. We talked at the first tournament of the year and decided to get on it and we're able to, um, to put it together and make it happen. But that's, that shows this area has always had such a great close knit wrestling community, not just talking San Juan. Uh, I'm talking about Sacramento County, Placer County, El Dorado County, that come together to really try to help grow the sport of wrestling. And everyone was shut down really for a year and to watch where people are now after that and building back up already and the quality of wrestling that is out there, that's because kids are coming out, we're getting support, but that's about coaches and coaches jumping back in there and knowing what a great sport wrestling is and wanting to continue to grow the sport and make it what it was before we lost a year because everybody was starting all over again. When you were middle school, kids are there and gone really quickly. So we all started all over again. So 
for everybody to come back and make something like this happen and trying to plan it in mid-year and you're you're building the airplane while you're in the air because we're all running our own teams running our own leagues and and doing our thing and to, to get it together to where we can make this happen it just shows the passion of coaches and what we're trying to do because it is really a great sport it is a great other classroom on your campus and teaching life lessons and getting the most out of kids and i just think through this duel we can help bring these areas even closer together and spotlight the amazing athletes that we have in middle school and that they're doing that and being successful academically too. And that's what we're trying to do with sports. And it's the bang for the buck in middle school sports is huge. I, I can't think of too many things where you get more out of what you're putting into it financially than, than sports, especially if it's done right through positive coaching and holding kids accountable for being successful and helping them be successful can't just tell them to do it. You got to give them the support and the, and the way that we make that happen. So I'm super excited um, to watch the kids wrestle that night. Cause it's going to be such a special occasion um, for them and recognize them. I don't even think they, they don't know what they're in for yet. They're just kind of hearing about it. Um, and they'll show up and realize uh, uh, what's going on there. So talk about your, you guys have, I know you do a dual championship as well. Is that correct? Yes. So kind of semis and finals for your dual, for your teams. Yeah. For the dual, for the dual championships, that's going to be tomorrow. It's the two top wrestling teams from the West and the two top from the East. And then the number one from the West is going to wrestle the number two from the East and um, vice versa. And then the losers go and then they set up one mat and and then you have one big duel. And that's where you get your, um, whoever gets the league pennant for that year. Awesome. And then you're, You'll do an individual tournament as well, and that's how your your participants for the duel will be chosen. Is that correct? Yeah, so this Saturday on the 10th, that's going to be at uh, Silverado Middle School. That's going to be an individual um, varsity only, and that will be – so then we can figure out whoever wins each weight class, they'll be the ones that represent for the all-star duel. Awesome. And, and like and then, you said, oh. I don't think they know what they're in for. You know, they're, they're hearing bits and pieces, and we planned it the last second, so – all the coaches don't even know what they're in for. Um, so I, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then for the future, just the goal setting that it's going to add to your season. I mean, that that's just, I mean, now you have, okay, we have a league championship. We can win for our league. Um, we have TOCs you can do individually, but now to have another goal of, Hey, I want to make the all-star team. So that that's probably going to make a few of those wrestlers work even a little bit more harder throughout the season just to be a part of that. Agreed. They, they work so hard. They have, they really work on trusting the process and, and going through that through the year, but there's always those kind of outcome goals they have at the end that, that means something to them, like qualifying for TOC or being a district championship in our, we have an individual tournament where we keep team score. And that's our team champion and the, the individuals as well medal there. So our champions from our district championship, which is next week, will go on to the all-star duel and kind of give you a little taste of, of the picture that's in my mind of what's going to happen that night. Uh, the kids are going to weigh in at five o'clock with the idea of starting wrestling at six o'clock. Uh, Garrett Lane, who's the coach at Bella Vista and has been a guest on the podcast. He just uh, agreed to be the, our announcer that night. So he will do the face off awesome. and announce the kids as they come out. We have, High level referees scheduled. Um, one that will wrestle will wrestle. 
will referee at the state high school meet. So very good referees will be there to do that. And then coaches can take the corner when their athlete is out there to wrestle and coach their own athlete while they're out on the mat. So it'll be a great occasion to bring a huge area's best middle school wrestlers together with their coaches who that will create that community as well and those connections and just let their parents get to see them wrestle at, at a high level and a really special occasion that's kind of focused on them. And each kid will get an all-star shirt um, that they're going to wear as they come out to their face-off. So we'll, we'll be looking like a team for their, their group and then in their own team stuff as they go out to wrestle. So I think it'll be really exciting. We'll see. We're, we're rolling with this as we plan it. So, um, but it's pretty hard to mess up wrestling as long as you're just out there letting the kids do their thing and staying positive. It's a pretty hard sport to mess up. Yeah, we just have to give the location. They're going to make the excitement, not us. Exactly. So if you'd like to come out and watch that, we are going to be at Barrett Middle School on February 20th, which is a Tuesday. And we're actually, the kids are on vacation that week, so we're not keeping them up too late on a school night as they are out wrestling. Um, it'll be $7 to get in for adults, $5 for um, for students to get in, and obviously free for little kids under five. And said the kids are going to get a free shirt for wrestling in that and get to get a good match in uh, before we start heading off to things like regionals and TOC and the, and the team starts scattering a little bit. So very exciting event. Uh, I really can't wait. The kids are excited. I know my kids on my team at Carnegie are already talking about it and wanting to, to win a championship, not just to help their team out there, but to have a chance to wrestle in that all-star duel on February 20th. Johnny, I cannot thank you enough. I know you like dug into this with your group and you put a ton, you really put more work into this than I have because you had a whole group of people at a whole bunch of different schools to convince to do not only this all-star duel, but to put that individual tournament back in place. So I know when you're in the middle of it, it you don't understand kind of what you're doing and the impact it has. But I guarantee you as somebody who's done this for a long time, what you pulled off to, to put together on your side with your, your coaches and your athletic directors and your commissioner is really really impressive. And, um, thank you. again, I'm, I'm super excited about it. So I can't thank you enough. Um, like I said, I've known you for a long time. I consider you a friend and I know you're a great coach and in, in the way you work with kids. And I know your time and effort you put into this is, is about kids and, and putting together something special for those athletes. So I can't thank you enough. And, uh, I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. A big thank you to Johnny Kite for joining us on this episode and especially for all of the work that he put in to the All-Star Duel. It would not be happening without his help. This month's shout out goes out to Orangeville Live, who has been out live streaming some of our middle school matches featuring Carnegie, Arcade, Barrett and Pasture. This has allowed family and friends to see our wrestlers in action when they cannot attend the match in person. You can also check out those matches on YouTube by searching out Orangeville Live. Wrestling championships at Castro Robley High School are either February 13th or 14th, depending on the high school basketball playoff schedule that comes out. Check with your school for that final date. Track and field begins in March. Check with your school again for more information on that. The Performance Connection supports the Positive Sports Report. Unlock the full potential of your youth or high school sports organization and your athletes with positive coaching and mental preparation. Learn how to build an organization based on core values, stay focused, positive, and motivated with help from the Performance Connection. 
see the services available from the Performance Connection at theperformanceconnection.com. Please subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast service and on YouTube and follow us on Instagram at the Positive Sports Report. Until next time, let's keep our sports positive.